Hello and welcome to Eyes in the Dark, the podcast where our motto is very simple, death by Cellulord. Cellulord. <laughs> oh man, I can't talk. No, Been better. drinking. That's better. Be cellular. Cellulord. The Lord made of cells. As always, we are the unholy trinity and that trinity is composed of three pieces, believe it or not. Uh, I'm Chewy. This is, uh, this is he. Who is named That's Evan. a great start. That's a great start. There's <laughs> lots of pauses, lots of silences there. Who's over here to my left? Uh, that would be James. How's it going, Chew? <laughs> How's it going? You sound, you sound the most frightening out of the three of us. Oh, my God. Is this a radio show now? <laughs> yeah. Hey, what up, Chew? Hey, what's going on? Chew, Chew good to see you. Good to see you. I've not seen you in this last hour, I swear. Yeah, that's that's not something that's been happening. Um, welcome back. You made it. You survived. Yet another episode, and you've come back for more punishment uh, for some reason. So, as always, uh, we do have a little bit of business to get through. Uh, but before that, a little bit about ourselves. Um, I'm Chewy. I, I love horror movies. I, I mean, I love it. I don't know what it is about it. And sometimes they scare me, but I keep coming back for more. And I kind of like some of the weird, like, artsy stuff, especially stuff from, like, other countries, uh, which hopefully I'll be bringing more of uh, to the show. Uh, how about you guys? Um, I like this is Evan, by the way. If you didn't notice by my sweet, we know your goddamn boy. voice. Oh, okay. Uh, so sweet and velvety. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I don't. I mean, I like. It's hard, it's hard to say. Like pinpoint a genre of horror, but like um, things like we watched the a couple episodes ago, House yeah. of the Devil, like stuff like that. Um, like maybe a little bit lower budget stuff or like classic zombie movies. And I'm just gonna go all over the board right now, so I'm just gonna say everything. Cool. What about you, James? So the uh, to rephrase the question, what is our favorite type of horror movie? Yeah, like yeah. or what you know, what kind of intrigues you in the horror genre? Mm, yes, yes. What intrigues me? Um, a, that uh, they're clever. That there's a lot of thought behind them because I think that's why they get a bad rep. Most of the time, there isn't. Not yeah. most of the time. I shouldn't say that, but a lot of people think most of the time there isn't. And that actually kind of leads us into what <laughs> what we're actually trying to uh, do with the show. It, you know. We're answering that question. Are they the redheaded stepchildren of the movie industry or are they actually good? You know what I mean? Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're bad. We'll find out what type of movie we just watched. Please. I think we all know. Yeah. Please write to us if you think you know a horror movie that should win an Academy Award. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's what we want to prove. Yeah, that's true. I think we need a way to contact us, though. So um, we do have some business to get through right here. If you want to email us. um, you can get to us at eyes in the dark podcast at gmail.com. Um, if we're actually okay, we're looking up pictures now, <laughs> looking up movie stills. Um, you can get to us at uh, eyes in the dark podcast at gmail.com. You can also get to us on Twitter at EITD pod. Uh, and you can get to us individually on Twitter. I am at Chupacabra, C H E W P A C A B R A. And for James. Uh, you'll find me at Jurassic Park. That's Jurassic with one R. And I have recently been tweeting a lot more often. Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park? You sure oh, about that? that? <laughs> uh, no, you'll find the the new movie probably there. Jurassic Price is uh, where you'll find me. And that's still spelled with one R. <laughs> um, you'll, uh, my Twitter is uh, Evan the Braun. Evan the Braun. 
All one spell word, it. <laughs> you can spell it. Come on. E-V-A-N-G-O. No, not you. I'm telling, telling them. Come on, man. I'm off my game tonight. It's all right. Sorry. It's all right. It's we okay. All... I keep giving away Twitter followers because they're following Jurassic Price with two R's <laughs> and now Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for that upcoming movie that might have a lot of interest right now. Um, we are also Stuff and Things Network podcast, so you can get to us at Stuff and Things Network uh, at gmail.com. Uh, you can also get to us at stuffandthingsnetwork.com and uh, eyesinthedarkpodcast.com. So hit us up, give us suggestions, uh, tell us how awesome we are, tell us how awful we are. We actually have had some kind of fan interaction, so that's been kind of cool. Uh, we actually had a, um, a person send a very, very lengthy email, which I'm not going to read because it's very lengthy. But uh, I'll I'll go through it eventually, and we'll pick some key parts and speak to that. But I did want to just say to Crystal that we did get the message, and it's been my fault. I haven't been checking the email because I thought no one would write to us. Um, but other than that, we got. <laughs> I'm just being real, guys. Come on. Uh, and we, he was wrong. Reaction. Yeah, reaction. Um, we also had uh, some uh, some new some new followers on Twitter. Some interaction here on mm-hmm. Twitter. We had. Uh, Charles Barry, who I'm just, I'm just gonna call it Chuck Barry, because mm. oh, why yeah. not? Oh, yeah, yeah. So Chuck Barry has been his cousin Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> it might be Chuck Barry. Write to us. Tell us is your cousin named Marvin? Because Marvin, Marvin Barry, <laughs> <laughs> and Adam Cools too. So we've had a couple of uh, people that were pretty stoked that we're doing this. So thank you guys for being stoked that we, you know, suck on my mic. Anyways, so that gets us into the show. What what movie did we do this time, guys? Maximum Overdrive. Maximum. All right, cool. So, who wants to take us into this here a little bit? Do you? I feel like you, as the resident doctor historian, he's, he's pointing have, to me. Yeah, gesturing at you with an open palm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he's I going feel to like palm <laughs> you should tell us a little bit about this movie. I mean, we don't have to go point by point, but just in general, what what's some of the background of this? I mean, sure. Yep. Yep. Who did it, when, blah, so, blah, blah. Uh, written, directed by Stephen King. The only yep. movie that he has ever directed. To <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently he was on crack, co- not crack, sorry. Co- just regular cocaine during uh, the filming of. Um, and this is why he has not directed another movie after this. Uh, but Maximum Overdrive adapted from a short story. Um, are we, you, do we want to go through the synopsis? We just—I mean, it's pretty. There's not a lot of plot really. To get yeah, to I mean, I feel like you could do it in one line. <laughs> yes, essentially, a comet—the uh, uh, tail of a comet—envelopes Earth, Earth, in which, which causes uh, all machines, electrical or mechanical, it seems to uh, come alive and uh, have their own willpower. Okay, cool. So what do we know about the production of this movie? So he said Stephen King is one of the only ones he's, or it is the only one he uh, wrote and directed. Um, only only movie he's ever directed. Why is that? Mm. Just watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Honestly, I, I thought he was doing a pretty decent job through the first act of this movie. Yeah? Yep. Then the second act takes a little bit of a turn, and the third act just... Holy shit. Yeah, the third act just phones at home. I thought it was great the whole time. Really? I mean, <laughs> hey, man. Sounds All great. Right, let's, let's, let's chat about it. All right, let's <laughs> talk about it. Let's talk some star power up front, dude. Uh, we we do have Emilio. Emilio Estevez. Gordon Bombay. Emilio! 
Emilio. So um, he was the hero, quote unquote, of this movie because they made a mm. big point <laughs> about a hero. Um, I've got a. First of all, I, I want to read this at the very beginning. You see a little title card thing that comes up. So I just figure, like, let's bookend this. There's two title cards, one at the beginning, one at the end. The title cards tell more storyline than the movie does. Exactly. (laughs) The the first, that's why I need to read it. Yes. The first one says, on June 19th, 1987, at 9.47 uh, a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the Earth passed into an extraordinary, uh, oh, man, I've, I fucked this up. Uh, into an extraordinarily diffuse tail of a comet, a rogue comet. Uh, according to astronomical calculation, the planet would remain in the tail of the comet uh, of, for the next eight days, five hours, 29 minutes, and 23 seconds. And then the movie starts. And can we really call it a movie, guys? Because it was pretty bad. Yeah, Evan, what's your viewpoint? What? What do you mean? You like the movie? I, I mean, mean what, it was so you would call for it what it was. I mean, it, I wouldn't say it's a freaking Oscar-nominated <laughs> worthy movie. I gotta say, great idea, <clears throat> poor execution. Yeah, I think. Uh, uh, well, you know, maybe not great idea, but it's a good idea for. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I, I don't think they like completely missed the mark, but I think on like they they didn't like like you guys were saying they didn't like. Uh, really explain what was going on at all they kind of did over broken up radio transmissions yeah like as far as the comet mm-hmm. crap and which like was like but like if you didn't have that title card like you wouldn't know what the hell was which, going on which is just poor storytelling right yeah so, so i mean in that sense it wasn't like no they're like they i feel like uh steven and crew tried very hard at the beginning to make sense of this movie make it realistic make you know the environment feel real and then they just ah fuck that <laughs> fuck after, it, after, cocaine's After about here. 25 minutes, like, nah, fuck that. No, no, we can do whatever we want. Let's blow up everything. So, you mentioned the cocaine. So, I mm-hmm. want to hear a little bit more about this, because I know you guys have done some research about onto cocaine? this. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's you mean, derived from. You mean that of which 40% of Americans yeah. do? <laughs> That's a stat that I've just created. And Stephen King was, or is, was? Was. Was one of those uh, percentages. During the filming there. of this movie. So I think that really comes through and shows in the uh, erraticness of <laughs> of some of the film. I uh, really hope he was. I really hope he was on cocaine during the filming of that first scene. Yeah. Oh man. With, but he's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So th- the first scene. Let's talk about that. First of all, okay. This is at first. You're not really sure what's going on because you see that title card, but it doesn't really explain much. And then, you know, you see people walking up to a bank and there's a sign outside that like it's like a rolling like ticker or whatever. Yeah. Stock ticker. Type yeah. Of. And yeah. then it just is like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> and no one seems to care. Oh, I loved it. That was that was the best part of this movie. But... <laughs> I had no idea that was coming. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> what's happening right now? There, and then, there's an episode of um, X Files like that too. Oh yeah, really? yeah. I, yep. I remember yep. that episode. Yep, the uh, elevator starts saying "fuck you" to everybody in it. <laughs> like yeah. wasn't like that the one auditorily? Yeah, that was the one where the <laughs> no, no, no. It flashes it on a little screen. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was, that was just saying... like the floors, and then it just starts saying like, "Oh, going on floor 11, yeah. 10, 9, Fuck you, fuck you. Fuck oh you. wow. I thought yeah. it was like the Isn't elevator the one music. where it's like that that machine and that big giant building is like yep. controlling everything in the building. Yeah. Yep, yep. Watched that recently, Epis- uh, season one. And then also, <laughs> and then also we see that yeah, it is season one. Yeah, and then also the we see it again ever. in American Psycho, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tells him um, to eat a cat or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we also have the uh, the ATM too. Yeah, calls, ATM. 
call Stephen <laughs> King an asshole. Yeah, the the cameo, the first person you see on screen, the first person with fa- with FaceTime and screen time, Stephen King. Yep. You know, just because, and then, and then it says like asshole, asshole. So it's like, hmm, I wonder. Foreshadowing. Yeah, foresha- foreshadowing the rest of the movie or something. <laughs> um, didn't you say something about watching that? Like you'd seen this movie. Like for me, I, I actually can't recall ever watching this movie before. If I did, I was like really, really young. But you guys had seen it before, right? Yeah. It was always on like TNT or like USA yep. growing up. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's. Which they t- wouldn't show fuck you on right. TNT, right? So what did it say? Like Frank? I don't remember. I don't <laughs> even I don't remember that scene I didn't at even all. remember that. Yeah. When yep. we were watching it, I was like, oh, didn't even know that, that but, happened. But, but frankly, <laughs> yep. But frankly, really, that tells us the theme of the movie, right? Technolo- What's that? Technology is, is telling humans, fuck you. Oh God! Look at look at this dude just yep. dropping knowledge bombs like right there in the first on scene. us like Nagasaki yep. and Hiroshima. It's like if you gave a computer a brain, that's what it would say to humans that are reading signs. Wow. But we created them. Yeah, we created mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. I made you. <laughs> Which obviously, if we're gonna jump right into this, like yeah, that, that that's very clear that that's the really the only theme going on in this movie, yeah. right? Is um, you know the the control we have over machines and how they really might be controlling us. But then there's a there's a little bit of a rebuttal there when uh, in later on in the scene if we jump if we're just jumping around when um, the always the uh, trucks require that the humans in the truck stop fill yeah. them up with gas so it's like the machines don't need us they're better than us well let, but mm, mm, they do need us but they need us they, they need us they don't want them us but they always come crawling back to us yep. Yep. sexily on four wheels um, let's talk about that though because. So they made a big deal, like all machines and all electronics and stuff like that. We saw like maybe three like electronic devices, like go crazy or whatever. And the everything else was a car or it's more specifically big rigs. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. what was that mm-hmm. choice? Why? What do you what do you what do you think? I don't know if there was anything really behind it other than the fact that they're big and they can destroy things. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah, I think they're they're not as easily just like destroyed. Okay, so like you, just like more obviously like... they conquer the ice cream truck truck with four <laughs> yeah. four bullets later on in the movie, but yeah. they, they couldn't do that to uh, you know a big rig. Do you think the ice cream truck had any like like planted any seeds for the idea of like twisted metal? Mm, hope so. Sweet tooth. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean there was no clown <laughs> driving it. Was and there it? was no clown on it. The name was uh, Sweet Tooth. <laughs> no, it was, it was. Oh, it was uh, mighty great, tasty. Mighty, mighty tasty. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yep. And it was playing that song. Uh, what was it called? Uh, Ian King pointed it out. He was watching it with us. And King of the Road. Yep. King of the Road. King of the Road. But if you read that sign really quick, the first time I saw the ice cream truck, I thought it said my titty. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are they selling? There's a lot of titties in this movie too. A lot of them on paper. A do lot you, of yeah. A lot do of... you see a titty of the chick that is in the upstairs window with the hairdryer? Uh, when the kid I, I from so. when the I little, didn't see no titty there. That that beautiful little blonde headed kid. He's like, I, I just want to smack him around. Yeah, what? He's just walking he, around. First yeah. of all, okay, he seems like a good town. kid though. What? He seems like a good kid. I mean, I'm sure like he's, he's a good his kid. dad died, and he was just like he handled it well. But that's the point. He's walking down that street. He has no idea what's going on. He just saw his coach get murdered by a vending machine <laughs> and many <laughs> players. And his players. Which I will argue that teammates. that whole scene at the yeah. baseball field is probably one of the best scenes. Oh, it's amazing. Because it makes it so fucking real. Yep. 
And You're, the steamroller? Oh, oh shit. Hold on. I want to talk about the steamroller, but I want to talk about this kid because this kid fucking blows my mind. He's walking around. He rides his bike. He runs away from the Coke can killer yep, yep. machine. Very you smartly. Know, like, yep. it shoots cans like bullets at people and, and it like goes through like the coach's skull and he looks at him. He's like, oh no, he's dead. And without even fucking like thinking, he puts on his catcher's mask. So that way he can't get hit in the face yeah. and die. Yep. And he runs away and he gets on his bike and then he's just like rolling around. And he's riding around. And he just sees people dead. Well, first, first, yeah, I'm going to point this out. Yeah. First, he starts riding by and all the hoses go off. Why the hoses? They're not, they're not any sort of machine. They're just water pressure. True. Would it be maybe like they're on like a sprinkler system or something like that? Like, <laughs> and everybody in that neighborhood has the same yeah. exact lawn watering system. Yeah. Did you they notice? Do. It's, it's the hose that's attached home. to that thing. That but yeah, that that why, why would he turn around that they go off? Why? Because machines. That's just playful. See, that's what that what that's the problem. Is like <laughs> it's playful. Like the you get that amazing yeah. baseball scene. You're like yes, and then you like, it's followed up by that scene of the you're kid. Like, why? Ri- yeah, riding bikes through the neighborhood, and it's, that's terrible. They just want yeah. to have fun, and it's like oh fuck. Come on, Stephen, you stop caring. <laughs> stop giving a fuck. You can clearly tell which lines he he like wrote like before they started filming and which lines and, and which scenes he wrote after he started doing coke d- yeah. during the during the shooting. Like I feel like he did a line of coke right when that dude later busts out of the doors. <laughs> he swings the doors open and they shatter and he goes, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. In like, the lime green shirt that he had just changed shirts. Yeah. Dude, just a dying. I feel like that. <laughs> yep. 11, now I got my death shirt I got, on. <laughs> I actually got to say though, I, I really enjoyed the dialogue of this movie. Oh, and it's probably yeah. because Stephen King is a natural writer, right? But the, I thought the dialogue was pretty entertaining. Yeah. Dude, it I, had some one-liners in there that uh, you might think were terrible. I thought were great. Seriously, they, this one went over the top with killer lines. That's yep. for sure. And they, the lingo, too. Some of the stuff, they say shitsky. Is yeah. That, I mean, was that just a word? <laughs> North Carolina? Say, I oh, shitsky. That. Shitsky. <laughs> that's, that's Marvin Berry in the uh, arcade in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, he says that? Oh, when, when the... Uh, when the uh, Oh, uh, you, you, cigarette machine just <laughs> launches all the c- cigarettes and quarters out, yeah. and all the uh, video games start going off. And he looks at one of the video games and he goes, "Yo, mama, yo, mama!" <laughs> <laughs> and then one of them starts shocking him and he goes, "Shitsky!" Yeah. Oh my god, that was so good. That it's one of my other favorite lines that was in it was the first time you have the reveal that it's Emilio Estevez, like as the cook or whatever. You see his earring, you see him like yep. cooking, he's all sweaty and stuff. He's like, come on, get over here. We need your help with whatever. He turns around, he's like, I got eggs on. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I earring too. The eggs. This movie's like the same, same year, maybe a year before Emilio Estevez does Repo Man. Yeah. And he takes like the earring from Maximum Overdrive and he just blows it up in Repo Man and wears a giant cross. <laughs> It's nice. same ear. I'm just like, oh, Emilio, your your earring choices are fantastic. Oh my god! But that kid, dude, that kid, the next Emilio in 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 the world. So he's he's riding along. He sees like, okay, something's not right. The sprinklers are going on, you know. And he starts seeing dead bodies. And the way I I liken the look on his face is like a kid. Like looking at fireworks or like, you know, seeing all these Christmas lights on like a track of houses, but no joy. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's not like, oh, awesome. But he's got that look of like, like, whoa. And whoa. Wait, his name is Deke, right? Deke? Yeah. His name's yeah. fucking yeah. Deke. The kid, yeah. 
which which ironically is uh, the hockey term for fake and yeah. the lead star of this movie goes on to be the head coach of the mighty ducks oh shit boom all right let's get him to kevin bacon do it yeah <laughs> do it do it james all right, don't that's, do that's it. a whole nother podcast. All right, cool. <laughs> just a whole podcast. Do it, James. Dedicated. All right, all right. Just tune I guess, in. I guess don't do it. Tune in <laughs> to Six Degrees. Uh, Repo Man was done two years before. Oh, before, so yeah. he toned down the earring. Yeah. When was when was this movie? Mm-hmm. This was '86, and before 86. that, he'd already done a couple of movies, but notably Outsiders. Great yeah, movie. Yeah, okay. Oh, Soda Pop. Repo Man and The Breakfast Club. Oh yeah, Breakfast yeah. Club was before this. Yeah, yeah, because they steal the line, "Eat my shorts" from Breakfast Club. Oh yeah! Eat my shorts. Oh yeah! <laughs> Speaking of who eating said, shorts, who said it in this movie? The the uh, hitchhiker chick. Oh the, okay. The babe that wore heels. Not the, the one that. <laughs> not the one that play is the voice of Lisa Simpson. Not Lisa Simpson. No, 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 no. No, no dude. She, uh, dude, it, that kind of weirded me out a little bit because we got to hear what it would sound like if Lisa Simpson discovered a dead body. <laughs> The terrible shriek she makes. Also, when she's fooling around with her newlywed husband in the diner, we get to oh, hear yeah. what it sounds like for for Lisa Simpson to get finger blasted. Yes, like yep. <laughs> in a diner in a truck stop diner <laughs> with a bunch of other people horrible. around. Yeah, dude, how many fucking people were in this movie that were in that diner that were part of the core group that we never met? Oh, there oh, were yeah. so there's, many. There's yeah. like Seven? I was trying to count them at one point, and then I was like, "Well, where did these guys come from?" And yeah. then, yeah, and then at the very end, there's a man on the driving the sailboat. Well, driving, I guess, sailing the sailboat, who was not in the diner at all. Where did he come from? He was just there. Yep, dude. This this movie he's, went. He's wearing like two detective like over the shoulder holsters. I'm like, what the <laughs> <laughs> um, when did True Detective get here? Oh God, dude. The. The thing that like really threw me off on this is is like you go really deep into the movie without knowing who the main character is. Like at first you see uh the dude who drives the goblin truck. Mm-hmm. You know, the green yep. goblin truck. Yep. Which Oh that dude by the way, I <sighs> Oh, Tyrese from The Walking Dead? <laughs> oh, is he? No. Oh god. <laughs> I was like, yeah. He uh, oh, I have it here. Frankie Faison. Yeah. The, yeah. Only, the only man to be in all three Hannibal Lecter films. Not counting Manhunter. Really? Yep. What's Manhunter? Manhunter is one they filmed in the 80s. It's the same story as Red Wait, Dragon. Wait, so he was in... But oh. he was in Red Dragon. Red Dragon. Hannibal. Norton. And Silence of the Lambs. Oh, wow. Yep. Huh. That's crazy, Suck dude. on that, Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Because <laughs> he wasn't even in all three of them, was he? Yeah, he, nope, wasn't he was not in Red Dragon. Dragon yeah. yeah, yeah, he was. He's in Red what? Dragon for sure. Anthony Hopkins. Yep. Who is, oh, is he? he? He's not Hannibal Lecter. Yes, he is. You know what? We're gonna figure. Let's, th- let's edit this part out. <laughs> We're gonna figure this shit out in another episode. <laughs> we'll we'll go down that rabbit hole later on. Um, but yeah, so we we see him. He gets out of the fucking truck, and you're like, okay, you know, the guy's like, oh man, let me get it. You know, like, oh, here here's this guy. Everyone knows him. He's gonna be our hero. And then you see Emilio Estevez, and you're like, oh no, he's gonna be the hero. And then you see the cool hitchhiker chick, you know, the, the hitchhiking babe. You're like, oh no, she's there's so many heroes in this, and they want you to really, really connect with the hero, whoever it is, which they end up saying is uh, Emilio. And you know that because they keep calling him hero. Yeah. Yep. Everyone in the movie or calls Bubba. him. Yep. Yeah, or Bubba. But like, uh, well, wasn't Bubba the old the the owner? Yeah. So the owner's name was Bubba, but he called everybody Bubba. Yeah. 
which Weirdo. does make does not make any fucking sense. I mean, maybe hey, guys, it's just in. Anthony Hopkins was in Mad Dragon. He's actually not only in it; he's on the cover of it. <laughs> His face. What? Really? I thought yeah. they just reused that from Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> um, I think the only one he's not in is. Let's be honest, I haven't seen. What it. was the one? What was the very Man first Manhunter? No, the, ver- the the one that was the last filmed one, but it took place when Red Dragon. No. Yep. Nope. The one that is about Hannibal Lecter when he was like super young. Oh, oh. the TV show? Nope. It was a movie, man. Hannibal. I want to say Hannibal Rising. Let's yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. Anyways. Is Frankie Faison in that one? I don't know. Let's Ooh. find out. You know what? I think we'll we're going to have to do a podcast. whole, a whole yeah. Hannibal series uh, for one of these. Let's just, let's just leave this on a cliffhanger and be like, we'll answer that next podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll answer that at some point. <laughs> not even not even give a Yeah, yeah not even next podcast. Um, but yeah, dude, they kind of spread you out. And eventually they're like, okay, so, you know... I keep wanting to say Kevin Bacon, but it's not Kevin Bacon. It's Emilio Estevez. I know. Why do I want to say? Because this kind of felt like a really bad version of Tremors to me. I love that movie. I oh, love yeah? Tremors, but I mean, I feel like there's I a lot like, of similarities. They're they're like holed up in the one truck stop. It's kind of deserty. Yeah, like dirt. Yeah, it's like one location. But where does this one take place at? In uh, North Carolina. North Carolina. North Carolina. Yep. Yep. Is Tar it Hill des- country. Is it deserty there? No, but it's just kind of like backwoods. No, it's like yeah, it's like it's kind of uh, the Carolinas and Georgia are very um, leafy. Yeah. Okay. Hilly. It's very southern. Yeah. Yep. It's very right. southern. We're talking like well, you got molasses in your mouth. Um. Anyway. Uh, shit ski. <laughs> shit ski. I got molasses in my truck. Um. Dude, the fucking Green Goblin is in it for no reason. Green Goblin. Yep. He's the on ACDC van. The yep. ACDC yep. and and. ACDC. ACDC. You pointed that out to me. Yep. Explain. Uh, actually, I think Evan pointed it out. Hmm. Was it you? Did Did you catch ACDC in the the speedboat? I just uh, loved. No, I just read about it. Oh, I just loved that in the beginning, when, when the machines start taking over and the bridge starts raising, yeah. which normally raises for a very tall boat to go under, and the bridge raises and all these like cars are falling and everyone's dying, and then this tiny little speedboat goes under the bridge. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's clever. That's dark humor. Nice. Um, so, dude, I feel like they, they they try to go a lot into like symbolism in this movie, but they didn't really hit the mark with a lot of that. So did you catch any of that stuff? I just caught a lot of 80s stuff. T-top cars, 80s workouts, <laughs> ACDC. Hair I was styles. Like, this movie is 80s. A- 80s porn bush. Mm. Mm-hmm. Dude, there were so many titties and also like... Just what would you call them? <laughs> Slu- um, sleuths. Sleuths. Oh, oh, dirty sleuths. Sleuths. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that truck stop is full of photos of sleuths. There's so many, dude. I lost track. Like you can see my little hash marks here, up at the top here. There's like at least seven. How many real boobies do you see? None. I don't think any. No. no. So we're not counting the lady that was falling out of the window. Sure, her boob. I'm was pretty not sure out. we don't see her boob, dude. Oh man, bummer. Boob, dude. <laughs> I thought I just had a low res. But you know what? Um, I is that had a nipple. <laughs> oh, she's a shadow. Is that a nipple? Sure? No, it's a pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I heard that you guys have pepperoni. So, along with some of those killer lines, though, this was one of those movies that did. Uh, it mentioned the title in the movie. <laughs> mm. I think that's got to be a new thing we got to add to the list of <laughs> stuff to look out for. Is uh, how many times is the name of the movie said during the movie? You know. But yeah, yeah, sure, I, yeah. It, it was perfect. I, I found it interesting because I think the title 
If yeah. it's derived from um, the uh, Emilio Estevez uh, chick, yeah, uh, whose name I can't remember. Um, if she, if the title's derived from her line, and her line is uh, like not erroneous, but like she says it as if she has no clue about cars. Yeah, <laughs> we have all these fucking trucks going on maximum overdrive. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, wait, they named it that? It's like it's like they were making fun of her character, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, she has no idea what she's talking about. Let's name it that. It's like we have all these smartphones just hacking around. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> just surfing the web. Um But yeah, with the symbolism though, um, I feel like the yeah, they, they did a lot of things. Like they had the whole like um the truck running over the Bible briefcase and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's like God is dead or whatever, but it's like they, they don't explore that. No, no, no. Why was the Bible salesman like the least trustworthy guy there? Right. Besides, they Bubba. all are. Yeah. <laughs> well, How, why did they save him? They saved him. They they made such a dude a good fucking like ten minutes of that movie was dedicated to just saving him. Saving him. Well, they needed to rescue the kid, but they couldn't figure out how. No, to they didn't ru- know the kid was out there. No, exactly. exactly. They needed to rescue the kid, but they couldn't figure out how to write in that. Emilio oh. and crew knew the kid was out there. So yeah. they're like, mm, should he do SOS? No, no, no. Let's just have him go save the uh, asshole Bible salesman that, who died six scenes earlier. Yeah, because like they spent 10 minutes like coming with that plan, and you're like, okay, cool. They're going to go save this guy. And they saved their marquee songs. Oh, we haven't even fucking mentioned it. So ACDC, exclusive like soundtrack for this fucking movie. Which has to be 50% of the budget. Oh, yeah. And, and we, <laughs> we talked about the, the van on the, on the thing, yep, and, and, yep. and they're in the speedboat and shit like that. But... Like, all of the music in here is basically just, like, random, like, original riffing and stuff like that for this. I feel like they're just like, okay, let's put a tape recorder in this practice session here, in this jam session for ACDC, and uh, whatever they come up with, we'll, we'll cut it. We'll cut it for the, uh, we'll cut it in post. That's exactly, exactly what they did. And but that- then they saved the marquee songs for, like, key points in the movie. Yes, like the, yes. the entry, the, the, uh, the intro, they did Who Made Who. And, you know, because that's the whole, like, thing, like, you know, like, oh, you know, you know, machines control us, you know. Yeah, who made who? Yeah, good point. I didn't catch that. Yeah. Yep. You didn't catch that? Yeah. No, that's that's one of the things that... Um, this is why music in movies is important. We've explored that before. <laughs> ACDC made this movie, essentially, it actually, without it. Yeah, if you, if you listen to this movie, like, on mute with subtitles on, it would probably be way worse. Yeah. Or, or if it had just traditional, like, 80s B-horror movie soundtrack. <laughs> Duran Duran. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> um, oh, did you catch, too, that yeah. after um, we get our first uh, monster truck takeover, not monster truck, but uh, semi-truck takeover, uh, and the Green Goblin, um, tri- like, a, a tri- that was the, tries That was the, the other guy? half of the budget was getting the licensing for Marvel. Well, at the time, though. <laughs> no, yeah. I th- I th- uh, I th- yeah. They probably just like, like, nah, it's not quite the same. That was an odd poll, though. Yeah. You feel like yeah. they would have gone with something like Spider-Man maybe instead? No, they went no, with Green the Green Goblin. Goblin. Uh, but right after the that truck first comes alive and like nearly hits somebody, um, it cuts to uh, the 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 driver, the Duncan, is it? No, no, no. No, no he was the, the, the guy who got the gasoline. There was a guy Handy. who got gasoline in his eyes. Yes, yeah, Diesel. <laughs> Handy is the, the guy's name the that's driving the goblin truck. Yeah. It cuts to him, and they're like, hey, Handy, if you're here, who's driving that truck? And he's like, I don't know, but he must be a hot wire champion. <laughs> and then the next line is, is I think that our favorite guy in the green shirt yeah. goes, 
Oh, hell's bells. <laughs> I didn't Hey-o. catch that. But later on when they're like, what's going on? The trucks are going crazy. He's just out of nowhere in the background. The whole world's gone tits up. Yeah, yep. The whole the whole goddamn world is going tits up. I feel like up. that guy was just like, you're Stephen King. That's what his role was in the movie. It was like, just be Stephen King's voice in this and just say what what he's thinking while he's on coke. Because like, then later on, he fucking like he comes in. What does he um, what does he say when he busts through the door? He just says like, "What the f is all that noise?" <laughs> he's like, "What yeah. the fuck is all that noise?" Yeah. Like he was like, awoken on a sleepy Sunday yeah, like, morning. But he was he was woken up, but he was like still drunk and just <laughs> retarded. <laughs> there's dude i'm noticing that trend too in a lot of horror movies that we watch like there's always like a guy who's not just like not so bright but he's like retarded oh like the guy in leprechaun leprechaun like has that mm-hmm. like i feel like that's that's a growing trend <laughs> i'm gonna have to keep an eye on that oh you too. know what what part of you, to get back to your symbolism theme yeah you know, you know what i did notice was the last supper juke jukebox yeah yeah and it's the scene where like they're all eating right before all the electricity goes out Oh, and I was like, "Hmm, Last Supper, huh?" I was trying to like they were damn. about to die. I was thinking that that was like foreshadowing to how many people were going to survive. Maybe just how many survived yeah. in the last? But, I don't know. It but then though. it was impossible no, to no. keep count because yeah, they cause, just kept adding people. Because right, guys were just on the boat at the end. Yeah, dude. Um, but the and, fun- and and they wipe out at least six people in the scene where the um. The tiny little pallet truck with a gun mounted on top shows up. Yes, the deadliest weapon known to man: mm-hmm. a gun on a stick on a wagon. Yep. <laughs> yes, it was a radio flyer with a gun. <laughs> a radio flyer. A radio, radio killer. It's like it's like army men mated with a radio flyer and created that. Yeah. Every childhood boy's dream. What um, so. That gun is going off. Now, these guys, you know, they're not unprotected. They have their own guns. They have a fucking bazooka. But their guns can't control themselves. Only ones on radio flyers. (laughs) So, how do you think... Do you think that they just didn't think of that? Or, like, what... That's what I mean. Like, the movie starts out... They set up this premise... Like, there's some good dialogue. We get the good... I thought the introductions of the characters was good. You got Emilio's character pretty well. You got um, Bubba's character... Uh, what's it, Commissioner Gordon? Yeah, uh, oh, got, he was Commissioner Gordon, yes. by the way, uh, yeah. in, in the Burton Batman movies, and Co- he's just a, a dick. Oh yeah, he plays a terrible yeah, he dick. Sucks. Yeah, or, well, he's good at playing a bad bad man. Uh, but so the, bad. I thought the intro to the Hitchhiker was good. The Bible said, like, I felt like all the introduction of the characters were were very thought out, and then the rest of the movie wasn't. Yeah, it was. What? I mean, yeah. Why Do don't you think they, they think just like that? ran out of like? budget or yeah, like I think, what I think what happened was was Stephen King was just wired yeah right it's like, let's get through it yeah and somebody had given him a lot of money and no restraint like the, <laughs> I don't I feel like the studio was not saying hey Stephen this movie makes no sense they're just like yeah do whatever you want you're Stephen King you're pretty famous you, you did The Shining right you're famous you'll figure it out yeah they we gave him way too much control this is one of the few times that where I think the studio needed to step in and be like whoa whoa Listen there, buddy. They did that with Godfather, actually. That's another story. They step in at the end of Godfather and like, hey, yeah. Francis Ford Coppola, mm, you're still a kid. We're gonna we're gonna do some stuff here, and it turned out great. And that's yeah. what they needed to do with this movie. So, what do you think prevents people from doing that? Like in in general, like when they could, do you think it's like fear of like, well, I don't want to step on his toes. He's like too famous or something, or or no, it's probably experience just, on the producer side, or I, I would say it's probably just a. a a 
production nightmare. It's you know one studio is is backing it and and the production company is just going off. Oh, Stephen King's like a really famous writer. He can probably handle all this. And then yeah. there's no oversight on set. You know, damn, no accountability. Yeah, just just bad production. Cool. It's it's yeah. It's as simple as that. I don't have any <laughs> other theories. Like Stephen King was was clearly just going wackadoo like michael bay does often yeah uh, there, there are about as many explosions in this movie as there was There's in a michael so bay many movie explosions yep. right yeah and i bet it was just stephen king was like let's blow everything up and and there was no one going like why 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 do you want to do that no what he meant to say he meant it in the in the in the connotation for cocaine like he just wanted to like throw cocaine everywhere mm, like, yep. let's blow yeah. it up yeah. um but there's just way too much trust in his hands for his, they should. They didn't treat him like as a first-time director. Yeah. They treated him as if like, mm, you know, like because he's a writer. Chris yeah. Is doing this. He's brilliant. And, you yeah. Know, let's let him do whatever he wants. Dude. But milk you know, steak. <laughs> milk steak. Oh god. <laughs> That's what this movie was. This movie was a milk steak. Mm, yep. It was, it was a it was a, a near miss, which is a frustrating term, but it's uh, a, yeah. Yeah. Um. So you're a master of of terms. Also, and, and usually at some point in the podcast, which is going to be right now, we like to kind of have you <laughs> talk about um, some sort of term or, 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 or concept or something like that in film because you are the learned one of the, th- of the three. Yeah, and, and this movie was difficult. Let me tell you, difficult to find something uh, because, eh, or, you know, it's well, it's was there a lack of something then that maybe like you'd be like this movie lacked this? Mm, yes, direction. Um, okay, but I do. I have a quick one. It's a, a quick term that is used very well with ACDC uh, here, and it's, okay. it's the idea of a sound bridge, which sounds I'm sure very familiar to uh, the musically inclined. Yeah, but what they do uh, to use it in movies is they'll start playing a song, and it's often I think a couple of weeks ago we talked about diegetic. And mm-hmm. non-diegetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was two ago. Two ago. Two. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. In recently, a pre- in a previous podcast. Yeah, recently. Um, we talk about diegetic and non-diegetic. Diegetic being everything that the characters can hear and see and feel. Yeah. And non-diegetic meaning only the uh, viewer can okay can, uh, experience it. Right. So you often get a sound bridge where something starts out diegetic and then they transition to a new scene. And the music becomes non-diegetic or vice versa. And we got that in the, uh, one of these scenes. Um, you have Emilio talking to uh, his lady friend. And uh, they're getting all jazzed up about, you know, humans can do this. Like humans can overtake this. The, like the machines. Yeah. And there's this, uh, I can't remember which ACDC song is playing. And it's just like they pump it up in the background and you get a little jazzed up. And then that song continues to play while the scene cuts to the jukebox. And the same song is playing out of the jukebox. And so they use the sound bridge between scenes to keep your your interest. Okay. Uh, they also use something called match on action, which we will take a, a look at uh, later in the podcast. But that's a visual <laughs> cue, and this yeah. is an audio cue to keep you involved in the story, rather nice. than normally if you cut without some sort of bridge to the next scene, you can yeah. kind of lose focus. So you can be like, "Wait, how did we get here?" Yeah. And the music is supposed to mentally try to keep you in with the storyline, and they okay. do that very well with a lot of the ACDC in a couple times. In yeah. This, this movie. That's pretty rad. So dude. a sound bridge, hmm. dude. I another, don't. Another way music is very important in movies. I mean, I don't know if it'd be a sound bridge, but um, I think it's just a, in general. But I just need to point out, there's a movie in which we see a montage of people pumping gas. To the song Hell's Bells. Yeah. 
for a good portion of the fucking song yeah. too. And We've, somehow just getting so fatigued to where they can't yeah. move. And that was a pumping gas. That was <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and Emilio has blisters on his hands. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, fucking pump gas so hard, blisters on hands. But they can take a break at pump any time that life. they want. There's guys sitting in the diner. You could just swap out, guys. It's true. But uh, but he's the hero. Yeah. Well, yeah. He has to do it. But I mean, other people are tired too. But I felt that that was a terrible montage. Like it should have been oh, yeah. quick cuts of like, oh, they're filling it up. Oh, they're still filling. Oh, yeah. blah, blah, blah. To the music. And I said, it was like, oh, there's 30 seconds of them filling up gas. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. Just sitting there Continue being like, and, the then, and then they just like fucking like backtalk the trucks to like, fuck you, you bastard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're like, Even okay. Deke flips him off. Yeah. Deke, he, yep. He's not such a good boy after all, is he? Uh, no. And it's, there's too much time Deke. spent in that montage of just people s- like leaning on trucks. Yeah. They're just like, one of them's like sitting on the tractor. And I'm like, if I was a tractor and they were putting gas in me and I could just kill them or have like my fucking gun stick truck buddy kill him. I would just kill him. Yep. Gunstick yeah. truck. Speaking of buddy. which, how fucking easy would it have been for the trucks from the beginning, rather than circling like sharks all night, wasting the fucking gas, to just drive right into the diner and kill them all? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, there's a there's a throwaway line in there. Okay. Um, and and when they actually do end up doing that at the end, the place blows up, right? Yeah. Um. But uh, uh there's a throwaway well, that's line. That's because that where... one nitrogen truck or that. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, but Emilio, it, either way, you don't want about. open flames at a gas station, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Emilio says someone there, he sneaks in. Um, Hence the bazookas were a good idea. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How I'm does just that saying. <laughs> You better not miss. And they don't. Also, he, he, they blew up a truck, I don't know, and like a tank of it, like exploded in flames. And later when we see the wreckage, it was a dairy truck. Hmm. Flammable. Yeah. Highly oh, concentrated God. dairy. That hot milk, though. Yep. <laughs> But uh, there's a line where Emilio says, um, when the uh, radio flyer with a, a stick gun on it shows up, Emilio says, <laughs> the best part of that whole thing, just the gun yeah. on a stick, yeah. is when it's driving up the first time, the yeah. gun's just bouncing. Yep. <laughs> like, I like so I'm, shitty. I, I like that. And no. then also how it follows you, like, like yeah. it's his head. No, I, you, I don't know if you guys caught it, but did yeah. you see when it was approaching? It was driving down the highway with the bulldozer. Yeah, but it was, it was keeping pace with the bulldozer because it was uh-huh. driving so slow. Like they were buddies and they had to arrive at the same time. <laughs> oh, dude, Evan, you pointed something out about the trucks being buddies though, too. Oh yeah, yeah, because <laughs> they have a what like three or four big rigs that are just destroyed. Yeah, yeah. and the yeah, uh, yeah. like the whatever. toilet paper one. Yeah, yep. yeah, and then the. The bulldozer one comes and it just starts cleaning them up. Like he's <laughs> yeah. like, I got you guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's like the medic that's rescuing the soldiers. <laughs> like, why else was that bulldozer there? And like, I mean, eventually later it crashed into the the diner. But like, and, like and when it first nothing. got there, it was just moving. Yeah, its, its oh, dudes oh, it, around. Well, it Fallen moved. It pushed yeah. Bubba's car into the building, which yeah, the semi-trucks could have done. Yeah. yeah, but it does. And Emilio's throwaway line is he says, um, "Well, the big trucks, the semi trucks, can't come get us because they're too heavy and they'll fall through the floor into the basement." Right. Oh. I, remember I remember that. That's the throwaway line. Why the so, big trucks haven't rammed the building? But then he's like, "But the gun one is light enough because it's just a wagon. Yeah, to, <laughs> that it could roll through these doors just fine." So the trucks know about. That's why they don't just go hide in the back. Yeah. Yeah. How so, do you? Yep. <laughs> 
Yep, they do. They know about architecture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like also what you were they, saying. They can also understand people's words. Yeah, because there was that, not just human talk. We're just having a hum, yeah. human talk right now. Um, but speaking of human talk, there's also truck talk in it. Evan pointed out, it made me laugh. Or he's like, <laughs> they killed a guy. <laughs> They killed someone, and then they start honking. <laughs> <laughs> they start honking to each other like they're like, "Yeah, buddy, yeah, 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 yeah like it's a rowdy one. crowd." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like kills him, and then everybody's like, bah, 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 <laughs> and the crowd goes bah, bah, bah. wild. Like, oh, honk, honk, honk. bravo, bravo, good mm. show. Um, I actually thought the circling was kind of smart, though. Really? Why? And because I'm, I'm no truck expert. No, scratch that. I'm a truck expert. <laughs> Among many things, I'm, I'm a truck, I'm a truck expert. expert, and uh, uh, let me tell you, the high speed chase totally yeah. possible. They have big engines; they can go that yeah, fast, yeah. but they cannot accelerate quickly because there's two first gears. Yeah, so it's smarter for them to be on the move because they'll be able to kill people quicker. Ah, uh, they'll be able to take off rather faster. than just starting from a dead stop and and having that whole weight to pull. I thought it was so just they're more dangerous if they're already moving, and it makes a good like almost like a moat. Like yeah, a yeah. castle, like 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 yeah, no one can get Kurt her out. Yep. whatever yeah. her name was, Kurt and Lisa Simpson. Yeah, they try to. <clears throat> he tries to to shoot the moon, and get in there. And, yeah. and oh, he gets fucked. Yeah. And an is that is that when he has? This is my favorite line of the movie. I'm gonna say it. He has a line, and I think it's uh, right then. Maybe it's later. Yeah. After after they get saved, and he he tries to shoot the gap, and he clearly misses. Uh, he goes. I think I just loaded my pants. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Are you serious? He looks at Lisa Simpson and he goes, I think I just loaded my pants. Oh, my God. <laughs> just And they were just married, too. She's like, well, that's my husband. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's and who I chose I to think spend la- the rest of my life with. Later on, she says something like, holy crows. Holy, holy crows. crows. I don't know why. Um, dude, fucking. We also see him, though, transform. I feel like he was kind of a hero, like more yeah. so oh, than Curtis. Emilio. Yeah. Yeah. But, you mean you mean the uh, the uh, theater arts teacher at um, Loyola Marymount University, the, oh, the man version of uh, um, what's his name? I forgot. Of uh, he kind of reminded me of uh, Dana Carvey. Oh no! Yeah. Uh, yep. Master of disguise. Haley Joel Osment. Haley. <laughs> He does. He does. He does. But he doesn't look the way. Oh, that, a grown up version. Yeah. 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 Mm. I think that's what. We expected him to grow up to be, but when you look at him, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. a lot of twinkles. Curtis, and, Curtis yeah. does evolve probably the most in the movie. He does, yeah. dude. Yep. Well, you see him because in the beginning he's all like, oh, gee, I, I love you. I don't know. I'm scared, you know. And like when Lisa Simpson's like, I'm scared, and he's like, I'm scared too. And then like stuff like that. And then later on, he's not only is he pumping gas, but he goes on that mission and he crawls Crawling through a river shit. of shit, you know, which we see again in like Stephen King stories. And <laughs> I, he just puts people through shit, like literally. Yep. <laughs> that, that's what he does. It. True. Shit. Why? It. Shit. It. I mean, does he think we're stupid? That takes place does in the sewer. Think does he think we wouldn't notice? Well, oh, you mean they all float down here? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, can we go back to the the montage of filling up gas? Yeah. What, absolutely. What cues this montage is Emilio Estevez? <laughs> oh, for, yeah. For some reason, goes out to the goblin truck and decides yeah. to have an entire conversation with the truck as if he were a drug dealer. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's what leads us into the I montage. Got, I got the coolest stuff. Well, I think oh, that's where God. Stephen King kind of played his, uh, you know, drug life. Yeah, oh, he's he, he was very familiar with the uh, the uh, terms, and he's yeah. like, mm, he's I like, need to rope this in somewhere. He's like, I got I got the best stuff on the East Coast, uncut, yeah. uncut. <laughs> yeah. Why? 
Why is he telling Goblin that? And I like how he leans into the Goblin head to the to the ear and like speaks quieter. Like, <laughs> yep. yeah. I'm telling you a secret truck. So uh, uh, you know what I just thought of? Yeah. And I don't know if this is really smart or, or just yeah. coincidental. But he tells Goblin, all right, all right, we'll fill you <laughs> the up. The truck's name is Goblin now. <laughs> Gobby, Gobstopper, or Little Green Ghoul. Uh, what, what is it? Uh, here comes another load of joy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but when at one point, panning, yeah, at one like, point here comes says, another load. Yeah. <laughs> Pans to the of side joy. of the Goblin truck, and all you see is here comes another load. And I was like, what is this delivering of joy? <laughs> toys. Happy it toys. toys, yeah. Oh, okay. With the scary clown the, on the back. The scariest Goblin. Pennywise. Yes. The scariest Goblin you've ever seen. Followed clown. by a scary clown and those yeah. are happy toys exactly don't deliver me any toys nope. uh, never and a very plush interior cab of red like red velvet yeah um the finest i, for, I forgot where i was going <laughs> you're talking about um you're talking about emilio as being a drug dealer and talking to goblin and he was oh yeah a- oh oh so are we to believe that originally he agrees to fill up all the trucks there they, yeah. fill, they fill them up with gas, and then we were treated like there's an entire highway full of trucks. Yeah. Why is it only semi-trucks? I'll answer my own question. They, ha- <laughs> they have CB radios. Oh, So shit. are we to believe he told the goblin, and goblin got on the CB radio, and he's like, hey, well, guys, yeah, there's someone says, filling up our trucks. Well, he says, tell all your buddies. Remember? Yeah, and I was thinking, oh, everybody around. Yeah, yeah. of course, they're going to see all the... All, no, trucks come from far and wide yeah. to get filled up full of gas, and I was like... How does that make sense? And I was just like, mm, maybe maybe they just used their CB radios to chat, or maybe oh, that maybe the, maybe Goblin turned on the CB radio and held down the button while he talked. Yeah, that's true, dude. He could have sabotaged yep. him like that. That'd be the most, you know. I was under the same impression though. I thought it was just going to be for the dudes that were there at the diner. Yes, and then everybody showed up. I was like, what? Yeah, like yeah. there's not enough gas for all that. Nope, nope. Some of and the- thankfully they addressed that. Some of these yeah. deaths in this movie were like gnarly, though. Oh, I I was very surprised yeah. by all the deaths in this movie. Well, again, we talked about the coke can. Death. Well, and again, watching it on TV, the, they don't show that. Yeah. No, no, and you so, don't. You don't see that sweet electrocution death in the beginning. Either. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. that one wasn't too bad. I didn't think. <coughs> I like I like where they go prod him, and he's like, he's crispy as a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but almost but yeah, every they, death was pretty gruesome. The first death we see, first of all, looked really fucking real. Which like one was that? when they're on the bridge and the bridge starts oh, opening yeah. up, and then that one lady like f- yeah. flies oh, yeah. through the that windshield cool. but lands well, on terrible. her own like hood, and yeah. I'm just like, holy shit! Yeah, that lady just died. Yep. And then there's the watermelons and, and yeah. stuff like that. But in in any case, um, yeah, you have people they get hit by cars or, or the trucks, and immediately just fucking like. Blood everywhere, yep. and there's the fucking um, yeah. There's a steam. A kid got steamrolled. A child. I was like, I wrote down. And I was like, that is ruthless. And yeah. all the yeah. other kids got beaned by soda cans, and that was one of the presumably are dead because yeah. they're just laying yeah. in the well, grass. That's the thing. They yeah. get hit when they're running away. They, they get hit like in the back. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I'm like, okay, they're not dead. But then when when little Billy or whatever his name is Deke, yeah. when he runs away. Like they're still lying there and they're motionless, and I'm like, do they just suffer okay, internal yep. in, internal organ damage? I mean, Are they I, bleeding I get, internally. I get the coach; he got shot in the face. Yeah, and yep. like blood and yeah. But yeah, I don't know why the kids died. I, well, except the, the it exploded the their lungs kid was or something. Yeah, dead. obviously. Um, and then there was also uh, the. Uh, God, there's so many good ones. Just when people get hit by the cars and they just like explode. I'll, t- I'll into tell you blood. which one wasn't good. Which one? The death of the well, the first death of the Bible salesman. Yeah, that where one he gets sucked. hit by the truck. But really, 
It's just a very bad edit, and he's yeah. clearly yep. running into the truck. Yep. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was terrible. Dude, but they save him. Not only do they go and no, they save him. They, they go to save him, and then he's grabbing the kid's ankle, and they're like, fuck this guy. Oh, did they leave No, him? he was already dead. Yeah, he was, like, grabbed the kid's ankle. He died. Yeah. And he had some sort of Whilst. Like, kung fu grip yeah. that the kid could not get out of. Dude, I thought they... He they, died right after yelling at the kid. I thought they continued to save him, and then we'd never see him again in the movie, and he was just safe. I was like, what no, the fuck? No. How the fuck is there any justice in this movie? No, I guess that's <laughs> why they there's a lot of time spent crawling around sewers in yeah, this movie. There just is. Just straight shit. Just shit time. Garbage time, if I will. Uh, yeah. Garbage day. Yes. <laughs> there, there's also the interrogation on the shitter, which I realized yeah. was probably a pretty effective way to get information. Imagine. What you're he, sitting what was there. he asking him where the keys were? No, he's asking him, uh, does he really have like all the weapons he says uh, he has? Yeah. But like, imagine you're sitting on the toilet. You know, or the turlet, as it were. And, um, and you're looking at a high society. You're looking at a high society, and someone then leans over the thing and is just like, tell me. They're looking at you taking a shit, and you're like, arguably, like, your most shameful moments, essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to tell them whatever they want to hear just to get rid of them. But you see the point where the, the guy, the fat, ki- the fat kid, the fat guy, like, doesn't even care. He was like, oh, Bob's fine, I'll just, I'll just tell you, you've already seen me here. <laughs> Yep, Bob's yep. big boy taking yep. his shit in a truck stop, being held captive by semi trucks, and he gives them keys too. Apparently, yep. yeah, dude. Oh man, so there. I mean, that's not the only thing in this movie that's shitty. We could go on and on forever. But uh, what were some of your? What was one of your favorite scenes? Oh, I actually did like Duncan's death too. That was a good death. Duncan's death. Yep. The, the gasoline in his eyes. Yeah. Was, uh, at first, I was like, would they really like scar you that much? But then when you see him later, I was like, that. Pretty good makeup. It's cool. Yeah. Well, then, one of the things I was reading is, and this is doesn't really matter, but they were saying that so when he comes out that first time and his eyes are all blurry or like all red and puffy, and then they you know when uh uh um when Emilio whatever is what's his name Bill yep Bill Bill when he goes up to him and like they do a close up on on Duncan's face there's like blood pour, like dripping out of him <laughs> and then they bleeding. go back and his eyes are just red again and puffy oh okay That's good weird the old disappearing uh, blood trick yeah one of my favorites is probably uh, actually the uh the lady like the the waitress lady where she just like she gets pissed and she loses <laughs> it and she goes out there and she's is the second time she goes out there with like and she's like we made you we made you but this time she has like a fucking ak-47 in her hand and then um she gets oh, shot up rocket launcher. or the, the rocket launcher yeah. yeah she has a bazooka or or whatever you want to call it whoever knows guns you, you know it but um they which which i i read too yeah those Rocket launchers are supposed to be one-time use only. Really? Yeah, you, like you can't reload them. Really? But they reload them constantly. That's crazy. That's fine, though. Yeah. What's Bubba doing with all this heavy artillery, by the way? Yep. I think he's part of the clan. No, there's a there's okay. a, there's a a hint that he, when she, uh, the hitchhiker lady, yeah. who we still don't know her name, um, was like, do you think he's stealing all this? And Amelia was like, nope. I think he's he buys it. it. He yeah. buys it cheap and sells it. That's oh, so he he's just an arms so dealer? Like a, yes, like okay. he's an arms dealer. Yeah. But, um, yeah, she's just like, you know, like challenging the fucking cars. And then, of course, you know, stick gun comes over and just shoots her up real nice, like, and, and just blows her to pieces. And then she's just like, she has that, like, hero death, like, look at the camera, like, fuck you. Why? And then just, like, collapses. But it's not like a, like, it's just like the whole, like, I'm going to go down, but we'll fucking take you down, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that was that was probably my favorite thing with, with, with her. What about you, Evan? 
Uh, I still think the baseball field scene mm. is still the best. Yeah. It's but, so good. It's best so altogether scene in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> now, I mean, I, I kind of I kind of do like the the whole scene of the um ice cream truck driving just a wandering, yeah, looking, patrol. yeah, looking for people to kill in an empty neighborhood. Like it was kind of a cool. It was just, and and the, the kid is smarter than everyone else in the world. He's like, I'll just hide behind some bushes. He's yeah. like, and it he's works. Like, he's like, it seems like ice cream. Wait a minute. It seems like this town really loved Sony Walkmans. Yeah, yes. that's how one guy dies from it. No, most of the people when you're walking when he's walking through the neighborhood, yeah, that's they what they all them. are dead from. Oh, really? I only yeah. saw the one guy. That's because no, back the then that the was porch, like yeah. the technology that you had with you. Like was now it even it's out in 86? I don't remember that. Oh, yeah, sure. Or, or like or a something. handheld radio or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I feel like that's that might have been what like spurred it like with what you were saying, James, like the whole, uh, you know, do, do we really own our, our possessions or do they own us? Yes. You know, that yep. sort of thing. And it's even more prevalent. Uh, oh, today, yeah, right? yeah. Now, I mean. So, anyways, which, that, that which would have been there. Th- th- that wraps that wraps it up to. Um, we got to talk about the. My, I, my favorite part yeah. is the beginning. By the way, the okay. Fuck you, sign. <laughs> that's your so favorite part. Fuck you. And and maybe the drug dealing conversation with the goblin. Um, but I, I do want to uh, uh, wrap up the final thought on the theme with the last yeah. title card. Yes, I have the title yes, card here. I know if you'd you allow you me look to read very it. prepared. So. At the end, they end up getting on a boat, uh, a sailboat, because according to them, sailboats ain't got no motors. Which I'm pretty sure they do have a little trolling rotor to get, out, to get of the, out of the harbor. Yeah. Yeah. In any case, so they get on there. It's a group of, I, I have no fucking idea how many, because we've added and subtracted from this group so much. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and by the way, did you notice the sailboat was right next to a powerboat? Oh, yeah. Like multiple. Which, why, why doesn't that engine just start up and kill him? Yeah, because he thinks, so. he's like, oh, we're, we're buddies. We're boats. He doesn't know the other High, high speed motor. boat chase? Not as interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so the, the end card here, I, I took a snapshot of it, and it's a little hard to read, but I'm going to go ahead and try to read it. Two days after, a large something, a large UFO was destroyed in space by a Russian, quote, weather satellite, end quote, which happened to be equipped with a laser cannon and (laughs) and nuclear weapons and class four nuclear missiles. Approximately six days later, the Earth passed beyond the tail of the comet exactly as predicted. That that was the end of the movie. That's this, how they wrapped it up. You see so them get in the boat. This title card that. makes no sense. So it it did go on for the whole eight days. Then yes. Okay. What they that. did? Well, they got on boats. So they they escaped explain. all the power boats. So they went to an island that had no machines. That's how they they, they, waited, they waited. Yep. it out. That was Emilio's plan. Yeah, they waited it out. It there. sounds like the end of the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. When they try to get on that boat and go but to the island. Oh, bummer. It's a little different, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's the same idea, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They wanted to go to a place where there was... But like, they wanted to go back to like the Dark Ages. What's the point of that Stone title Ages. card? Because obviously... <laughs> the, the Dark Stone Ages. That's what it is. Um, Obviously, destroying the UFO had... No, it, it's like they were like... A UFO was there. You're like, oh, the UFO was causing it. That's why, you know, and that's what the whole, you no, know, Emilio Estevez no thing. No, because they talked about the comet was what they, caused it. She says, I think this is because of the comet being so close and yeah. us being in the tail. But well, then 
the title card has this belief that the UFO is the one controlling it because I mean there was like I think it's aliens trying to clean up the the pollution. Oh yeah, we didn't we didn't talk about that, but the whole basically at some point Emilio is just like. Think about it like if you move into a house and if there's dirt in the house, you can just broom it. You can sweep it away with a broom. I think the trucks are a broom for something else. That's the, what it and was. And the, the aliens are cleaning up Earth. Yeah, exactly. So then the UFO is causing it, not the comet. Exactly. And the UFO is brought there by the comet. Okay. What if the if it's a UFO? What does the comet have to do with anything? Is it, my question. It, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it's like they destroy the UFO. But then it doesn't say like, you know, and then everything stopped. Right. It still know? went on for six days. It, it, the way they wrote that made it seem like, it, yeah, it still went on for six right. days. Right. Like Evan's saying here. And if it, it's a... Go ahead. Yeah. It's just... So the UFO had nothing to do with it. It was no. all Comet. The, why did they add in that UFO? And also, if <laughs> if the UFO was controlling all of technology, why didn't it just control the fucking satellite that blew it up? <sighs> God, I, I don't know, dude. A, a satellite or with a laser the cannon is clearly plenty of technology. If the UFO <laughs> is like, mm, I'm manipulating all technology on yeah. Earth. Oh, there's a satellite that's about to destroy me. Nope, can't manipulate it that. Can only nope, do big nope, just let it kill me. Or maybe yeah. they're like, mm, let's kill ourselves. We're done here. We're, we're done. We're Ami- done. Emilio yeah. Estevez outsmarted us. He got on a <laughs> Him and his fucking earring. We're done. <laughs> I win this once again. So that title card is yeah. as confusing as the rest of the movie and this podcast. I feel like that's the point where they <laughs> ran out of money and they're yeah. like, "Okay, we just need to wrap this and up." And everyone but went they, home and they everything was fine. They did wrap it up. The the, the 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 sailing to an island to avoid no, that's machines what, for that's six what days. I think the wrap up is. Yeah, this. Well, no, I thought I. Thought that they didn't need that entire card at all. I, th- I think what yeah. he's saying is they could have just said, "Okay, they go to this island and for then, six days and everything." Was no, I'm saying that it. they they could have resolved it some other way, yeah, exactly. or like time lapse, like you know, what I mean, like they don't have to show every single day, but yeah. like, like yeah. oh, the last day, this is it, and then like show like it all ending or whatever, and yeah. like, the humans winning. I don't just, care, but yep, they that, like like oh, we don't got money to show anything anymore. A lot cheaper anymore. to write some Explosion. text on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and have him get into a Duffy. Yeah. <laughs> away. Um, all right. Well, I think that's going to about wrap it up for the, um, for the episode here with, uh, the actual, like, oh, man, I, the, the shit storm of a movie. Honestly, the motorcade, the, uh, <laughs> convoy. Yeah. My, my question to you fellas is, yeah. would you guys consider this now watching it? Would you guys still consider it a horror movie? I would say so. Personally, I mean, it, it definitely has elements of humor in it, but I think I would. It, it's a horror movie because it kind of deals with uh, a terrifying notion to a lot of people, and that is, you know, what if you can't have control over technology? Like, what if? Because now, with like what we're talking about, with technology being a lot more prevalent, not only do we have uh, personal information there. Like, think about it. Like, if all of a sudden all your, I feel like a lot of people alone would be like, oh, shit, if all my information got out there, a lot of stuff about me like would be out in the public. People would know about it. Yeah, and this, that, this... that terrifies people alone in addition to the ability to say, well, I rely on technology to be alive. You know, like it, even if nothing attacked us, I feel like if technology just stopped responding, like a lot of people would just fucking die because people <laughs> don't know how to survive like on their own. Yeah, this theme... Would have been very prevalent, and that's why I think it was, I was like saying it was a clever idea for a movie, because the theme is is very good, and they you know there's some scenes that e- even the cheesy explanation between Emilio and his girlfriend on what they think it is and all that the bad analogy it is good. It's good to explore, but the, the God, the rest of the movie is just is shit. 
And I'd still say it's a, I mean, it's tough to define the horror genre, right? But I'd still say this fits in into the catalog of, because, well, there are enough explosions for an action movie. Um, but And rock and roll some of the, and some trucks. Of the, yeah, <laughs> some of the death and just, it's a um, kind of a shocking concept. Yeah. And uh, like the gore. It uh, it just gets it gets gray when you when you think about it between like if if it's either a horror or like just even just like a like a thriller yeah. or like a thrilling action movie like yeah well, well why can't it be all three well right but what what I'm saying is like what makes it a horror movie and what makes it and or what makes it a thriller yeah very which good. most horror movies are still actually thrillers too yeah, yeah that's you're you're essentially asking the question how do you define a genre right. right? Which is a, I mean, that's a couple. I mean, I would topic. say, like what you're saying, too, is like, because it is something that like humans fear or the fear of the idea of. Yeah. That could considered a horror movie. Otherwise, it would just be like a, a suspenseful, whatever, high octane thrill ride. <laughs> Throw it into overdrive <laughs> in a sixth gear. Um, but that is under the presumption that all humans would be afraid of it, right? Right. Yeah. I I feel like this movie would be one of those things that could be like in the hands of the right writers and directors. Like I I think it'd actually be a really interesting movie to to remake. To be honest, like set in more modern times. Good. Yeah, you could make this good. Yeah, I'm sure it's yeah it's been done many or times. Maybe like not yeah. with trucks, but you know, I would even almost classify this as a sci-fi movie. Yeah, rather than sci-fi. Horror. You because know, there's not really like a like a like a set character that's like trying to harm somebody. Yeah, like most horror movies are. Right, that's true. Uh, I would say that the UFO and or comet would be the antagonist. Yeah, right? but would or, it though? Or, or technology, right? Yeah, if we were talking about like really yes, like but... like prescient themes, I would say technology is the bad guy and the good guy is humankind. Humankind, yeah. Yeah. Well. The more important or, or equally as important question here would be how does this stack up in terms of, uh, you know, uh, value in terms of the film genre of horror? You mean um, on a scale of one to ten, how many liters of gasoline do you get? <laughs> yeah, how like, many liters like, of gasoline? Are you, talking about like, are you talking like movie value? Yeah, movie value. Uh, <laughs> What's the movie value the, here? Movie value on this is not very good. Yeah? Yeah, it's got a low movie value. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm giving it two liters. Two liters, <laughs> two liters gas. What about you? I'm gonna go three. Yeah, on the sole purpose that it's nostalgic for me because I watched <laughs> it so much growing up on TV. That, I, that's true. I was very excited to watch this movie. I was like, "This movie's rad," and now watching it, I'm like, "Oh fuck, this movie sucks." Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it is a it's a good idea. And like, if you just kind of throw away all the garbage and just think about the the theme behind it which is you know it's i mean it's a pretty obvious theme but yeah this movie is more entertaining now yeah. Than, yeah. than anything cuz it's like it's it's campy it's almost like a like a evil dead 2 or like a army darkness where it's it's a horror movie and it's kind of yeah. scary and creepy but like it's funny without trying to be funny i know army of darkness was yeah yeah it's, it's funny. funny it just but... doesn't have the same pacing as that right and that's because you don't have a director that's right. directed before, but it's like there's too much just weird downtime. And yeah, bullshit. like they did. I don't think that they meant for anything to be funny in this movie, but yeah. it came off as funny. I mean, other than when so they like absurd. tell a joke or whatever. I mean, yeah. like like with each other or whatever. But there was yeah. some dark humor in there, yeah, but not like straight out. For, for yeah. me, it's, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Evan. I'm gonna go with a, a three. Um, I'm gonna go with three soda cans to the head. 
um, because that's how many I wish I'd taken. <laughs> no, yes. um, yeah, to make this movie a little better. I, mean, I was so hoping for one of those cans to hit that guy in the dick. <sighs> the first did, one did. The first one did. No, it hit him in the stomach. No, they were both really? in the stomach, and then he went down. No, the second and one was on his face. chest. Well, you, whatever. You rewound that, didn't you? No. Oh. <laughs> I was no because when we were watching yeah. it, I was I was literally like, oh, I hope it's in the crotch. <laughs> um, I was waiting for it. Yeah, that, no, I that. feel like it's it's got entertaining, uh, you know, tendencies to it, but for for the horror film genre, it's um, it doesn't do it much favors. This is typically what people point to and say, "Ha, there's your horror movie." How like, bleh, you know? So I don't I, think it does of, the, the genre idea, any favors. Yeah, the idea of getting run down by a giant truck. Is pretty horrific to me, but I mean, yeah. it's better explored in movies like Duel or Joyride. Yeah. So that leaves us with one question, guys: What's going to be the next movie in our thrilling horror mo- horror Joyride that we're going on here? Ooh, joyride, good good call out there. Yeah. Um, I think we it's pretty pretty unanimously uh, uh, decided on that we're going to do uh, a newer movie. Okay. This time around. 2014. Yeah, pretty pretty brand spanking new. Yeah, um, we're gonna do a movie, a little movie called The Babadook. The Babadook. I have heard so much hype about this movie. Our buddy Brett from work, he for the past three weeks he has asked. He told me he's like, dude, I saw this movie called The Babadook. You should watch it. I'm like, okay, cool, I'll watch it. And for three weeks, every time I see him, he's like, Have you seen The Babadook yet? And I'm like, No, I yeah. haven't seen it yet. I'm gonna fucking watch it, Brett. Right. So who's behind this? Who's behind this apparent modern masterpiece? Yeah, the Babadook, uh, written and directed by Jennifer Kent, who okay. you might know from the 1998 award-winning Babe, Pig in the City. <laughs> That's the sequel. Wait, it's not the first one. Did she write it, or was no, she? No, she was, she was an actress in Babe, Pig really? in the City. Really? Wow. Went on to be a writer director of Babadook. The things she saw on the farm apparently scarred her yeah. so mm-hmm. deeply. Yep. yep. Yeah. So this movie, I'm like, I'm super pumped to this. Movie how do you, how do you spell it? Babadook. B a b a d. Oh yes, b a b a d o o k. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's where, where's it from? Australia. Yes. Yeah. So it's a little. Has a, has a pig stopped crying, Jennifer? <laughs> oh God. <What? laughs> uh, James Cromwell. <laughs> No, that's uh, supposed to be my Anthony Hopkins song. Oh, oh, jeez. Okay. Because okay. the sheep were on a farm. Gotcha. Babe. Wait, is... Farm is, animals. Is James Cromwell a thing? Six degrees. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, James Cromwell is the old man. Okay, that's... Uh, a, I want to make sure I said it right. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> for some reason in my brain right now, I was oh. thinking Anthony Cromwell. I was like, what? That's not a thing. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Yeah. That's that's your alter ego. <laughs> but yeah, so this, is, this movie was just highly recommended by a good buddy of ours who actually directs horror movies and uh, oh. he's he's a good dude we're gonna hopefully have him on the show soon cool as yeah fourth, i'm looking forward to that as a fourth guest fourth guest well uh, i mean first guest yeah but, we're all yes guests. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah we're all guests here but his name uh i'll, I'll wait till yeah he's we'll, on wait, the show we'll wait we'll wait we'll wait he's directed some stuff as some maybe we'll do one of his movies he yeah. had a recent movie as well and yeah he's you know, but in any case uh well his name's stanley kubrick <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he's not dead. Yeah, come, come on, on, come on. Just like he faked the moon landing, exactly. faked his own death. I mean, if he can fake a moon landing, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. Stanley fucking Kubrick. Um, so, anyways, well, thank- it's Stanley Tucci. <laughs> thank you guys for uh, joining us around this time. Uh, hopefully, we will remain horrifying for you um, in 
years to come. But uh, you know what? Until the next episode, uh, we're going to bid you adieu and never forget. Never forget, no matter what you do in life, we made you! We made you! We made you. I'm Chewy. I'm Evan. I'm James. We'll see you next time.